Hey, y'all, and welcome to the second episode of the Chrysalis Podcast. All right, Daria is here with me again. You would like to say hello, Daria? Hey, everyone. How you doing? (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about um, higher education. Uh, What even is higher education? The sort of pros and cons of higher education, other ways to expand knowledge that don't involve higher education, um, finding support when it comes to the mentally and physically taxing aspects of higher education. Um, We're going to discuss the busy culture of college that kind of bleeds into post-grad, post-college adulthood life, this constant need to be busy. Um, And we're going to talk about how students of color are affected by that culture in college and how we can possibly move forward in the future, creating better curriculum and better environments in higher education environments. All right. So um, first off, (laughs) what even is higher education? What does higher education mean? Why is it called higher education? Um, To me, there's sort of an elitist undertone to it. Uh, definitely as if um, college is sort of the pinnacle of learning, which in a sense, there are a lot of like really awesome um, things that I got from college curriculum that I probably wouldn't have gotten by myself, or it just gave me better access to finding these things. But at the same time, there are ways outside of college to find those, those um, pieces of knowledge. So why is college viewed as this sort of be all end all to absorption of knowledge um what do you think higher education means to aria would you like to talk about that um i think well my knee-jerk response to that is like college yeah like that's just i mean like higher education to me is just like um everything after high school and everything that's not required that you're ambitious enough to go into however you want to phrase it um so yeah, that's that's all I see with higher education, like undergrad, grad school. Okay. Um, for me, like some of the pros of being in college, um, and disclaimer, y'all, college wasn't for me, but if it's for you, that is amazing. <laughs> it's really hard work. So I'm not by any means encouraging or discouraging anyone to go to or not go to college. I'm just clearly stating my opinion on the the establishment in itself. But I think some of the pros for college for me were again, like having access to amazing realms of information. Like I took, um, uh, a European, a black European class, like that was centered around learning about black communities in Europe that I had no clue about. Like, um, just, I feel like there's this assumption that Europe was very white and it is, Mm -hmm. it is, but there were also a lot of brown people there too, um, you know, when things were being established in the 1800s. Um, so learning about that was really eye-opening for me. And I really don't know outside of college where I would have gotten access to that. I've had amazing access to awesome technical training um, as a performer. You know, I've made amazing connections with really great people who I wouldn't have met if I hadn't gone to college yeah. for sure. Um, and it gave me a sense of individuality like I I finally felt strong enough to be on my own and it helped me come into my own for sure being in college um what were some of the pros for you I I definitely like would say the same things that you've listed I would just overall say 
the experience of being on my own, like my specific experience was like moving away from home and going off. And so, I mean, I wasn't like on the other side of the country in a different country, but just like not being, I wasn't a 20 minute drive away. Yeah. So things that were immediately happening were like, okay, it's, it's you, Daria, or wait to call your mama, you know, in the morning. (laughs) So I, I I mean, I think I learned a lot of independence because I have grown up the middle child. And so like the home I grew up in with like my little sister and my older brother, I always felt sandwiched in. Mm-hmm. Like I was either always looped in with the three or mainly looped in my, with my sister Tamara. And um, when I left, it was like being forced to do things on my own, which was really hard yeah like I remember freshman year I had this group of friends and we would do everything together so it kind of mirrored my upbringing but after that like I lived in like Lothrop which is just like a (laughs) bunch of like single rooms how do you describe it like a dorm with just a bunch of like single rooms everyone's in like a single room um and so and I did that for two years and that was hard yeah sitting with myself that gets lonely. Ooh, you know, and that that was an experience that happened through higher education, like going to undergrad. So yeah. I definitely think I grew so much in college, so much, and I needed to get away and I needed to experience life in that way. Yeah. Um, away from my family on my own, like, because I feel like it's a bridge to adulthood undergrad, at least that's my experience. And so it gave me a lot of time to like explore and come into myself. So I I would definitely like add that to the pros. Okay. Um, So quickly cons. Um, Some of the cons for me personally, and some things that I've seen in a lot of my immediate friend group, like it's almost like a plate, I would call it, is just this air of anxiety, depression, and stress <laughs> that revolves around a huge workload of not only work, but also performing. Um, so not only are you stretched academically, but you're stretched emotionally and spiritually a lot of the time. So that was something that was really common um, instance for myself, like a lot of the time feeling exhausted like just doing the most simple tasks being exhausted because I'm like okay well I just put five hours into rehearsal and like I don't have energy to put into this psychology report because I'm not passionate about it like Mm. just little things like that um feeling like I was being forced into certain classes that I really did not want to take (laughs) um things like that were like kind of my cons um yeah yeah I would say the same like I took there were these there were a couple science classes I took that like really really brought my GPA down still salty still (laughs) salty because I am so not scientific like that's a high work like there's definitely a part of me that's logical and anxious and like organized and trying to do all the things so I guess that's the science to me but like science in general like automatically makes me think of like an eye roll Mm. Uh, like laying my head on the desk (laughs) like I've just never been a science girl ever 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 (laughs) and it was just like why am I being forced to do this especially I remember my last semester yeah. I had to take a science class. Like, why was that the ending note of college? Why was I forced? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> learning, come about, on. you know, like learning about space. Like, that's for someone else. Thank you. Someone else needs to be pushing the buttons. Not I. <laughs> not I. I don't understand. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's me. Science is a downfall. And honestly, y'all, I love science. So, but I didn't. I didn't go to college for it for a reason. Right. Let's that's just not what say you that. Chose <laughs> like I'm a chemistry nerd up and down. But do I want to be stuck in OCHEM? Absolutely no. not. No. Um, but um, briefly, like other ways to expand knowledge is something that I'm super into. Like mm-hmm. you guys, I'm so into teaching myself. Like I love, I watch Discovery Channel for fun. Like ask Daria, <laughs> literally like she walked in here and I was watching, I think it was Africa was like BBC special or something. Who knows? But that's, that's what I do for fun sometimes. Like I love teaching myself things. It's not that I don't like learning. It's just that I don't like wasting my time when I'm learning. Like, I don't like being forced to learn things that I don't want to learn just yet. Or like, that's just not where my focus is. And I think that's fine. Especially if y'all, you paying thousands of dollars, why am I not learning what I want to learn? Yeah. You know, like, why am I learning things that I have already learned in high school? This is just it rehashed in a different way. Mm -hmm. So for me, like, outside knowledge has been like documentaries reading articles um if i'm watching something and a word comes up and i don't know what it means i look it up things like that i feel like travel is a really good way to expand your mind in a very undescribable sense um and we'll actually get on that in another episode um later on talking about the benefits of traveling um yeah what are some ways that you like do that for yourself like how do i like to learn yeah like outside of an academic space right like sitting in chairs yeah. in a lecture I love talking to people mm. I learn so much like and I think that's why I've chosen to be an actor because I find people absolutely fascinating <laughs> I think we're just walking around in these little bubbles with our own like universe inside of us like because of our own perspectives uh-huh. and I just love opening up a dialogue with someone and getting a little peek into their world and how they're navigating the same world that we live in but in a different way and yeah. like it's their truth with which is different from mine so like I learned so much from just like talking to people also I I think also like what you're trying to learn I think is important like you saying like I don't want to learn about this like why can't I learn about this other thing like I'm so into people and I I feel like I've been blessed enough to have a track of school where I explored that through communication through performing in theater arts yeah but like just like learning about how people act like how like I love like people watching yeah I love shit like that <laughs> like people watching talking to people like um what else do I like to do honestly I feel like that's my learning style yeah like that I just yeah just watching people talking to people just having a real like organic conversation and I guess that's my friction with like higher education it's like we're in this forced space of like, and now yeah. I'm going to talk to you about the thing rather than me getting in an Uber and talking to someone about like their life yeah. or their perspective. And I'm like, this is just this organic conversation that happened and I've learned so much rather than this like rigid, like, because That's then it becomes, word. you know, like something I have to go to. Yeah. I have to go to lecture rather than it being like, I just came in the Uber and learned something. Amen. I definitely feel that like forced when you said forced space, I was like, that's it. Yeah. The forced forced aspect of it makes me so upset. Like it just, I just can't deal like, cause I'm like, I love my theater classes because it's not forced. 
I love my yeah. sex and sexualities class because it's not forced. Like we're all here because we're passionate about this stuff. Like, and we're all just engaging in dialogue and learning as we go. And like, if people were having trouble making assignments, like my teacher would make a way, like she'd be like, okay, this is how we can make this up. And if you don't make it up by then, then oh well. And she'd work with you, you know what I'm saying? So environments like those were really nice. I think another thing of like actually wanting to get you to learn. Yes. Like that's a structure of someone being like, listen, if you walk away from this class and you learned the thing, no matter if it took you failing the test when I assigned <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like whether yes. you failed the assignment or you failed this test or you got a D here, like I think you should still get an A for the class if you learned at the end of the day. But exactly. you but you got to it. Exactly. And I don't think there's that structure. It's like, oh, you know, you did good, John, but it's still a C minus because <laughs> you were really not paying Why attention earlier. <laughs> you weren't paying attention earlier. So deductive point. It's like, okay, but at the end of the day, like John got through it all. Yeah. And like learned every single thing. So why isn't that an A? It's just like yeah. And where's like the redemption? Like equality in it. Like, okay, I didn't want to learn then, but like now I want to learn and I learned it. Yeah. But you're going to like penalize someone for their journey, but they still got there. Ooh, I, girl. Would, I would be like a free flowing teacher. I don't think I'd get hired. Like, because... we'll just we'll just see what happens, you guys. <laughs> we'll just we're going along for a journey and we'll see where right. it takes us. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Miss Frizzle. God, that's <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's talk about now. We're going to talk about this sad air of um, anxiety and depression that is rampant throughout colleges. Yeah. Um, we will jump on statistics a little later. But right now we're going to talk about why finding support is so freaking hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, why is it so hard? And I know in my personal experience, I don't know what it's like at other colleges, but from what I experienced, there was just way too many students who needed help and way too little faculty who could help them. So because we had an on-school um, medic and things like that, there were a lot of students who went there. But when I tried to do that, it was so backed up. I couldn't even really get an appointment for until it was like too late. You know what I mean? Like yeah. months from when I needed one. Ugh. So I was like, all right, we're not doing that. So what else can we do? And I got referred to someone just, just past campus and like saw them one time for an evaluation. And that was it. And didn't get any help for like months after that. Cause I was like, okay, this is just a lot of trouble. Like it, it's, they make it so inconvenient for people and that's the last thing you should do for somebody with depression because the motivation is waning Ooh, you know what i'm saying to get here yeah to even say i needed help thank you like it <laughs> took me so long to even be like all right i should see somebody probably like <laughs> just a little bit and then when you get to that point where you're ready to like take that step to do better for yourself and somebody is like oh yeah but we can't though it just makes you feel kind of helpless yeah. and irritated <laughs> so uh it's it's just there's too many people who need help and not enough people out there helping and not enough urgency mm-hmm. with fixing the conditions that are making these people feel this way anyway. Um, would you like to expand on that, my love? Yeah, I just have this memory I keep going back to. I think I was a senior and I was so proud of myself for like reaching out, getting help. Cause it, cause it is several steps. It's not just, yeah. I need help. It's number one, admitting I need help finding the help 
Mm-hmm. I always equate getting a therapist to dating because <laughs> you're shopping around for the right fit. You are. You know? Because you need to open up to this person. You need to feel comfortable enough to open up to them. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like when directors are casting you, like it's like, you remind me of my ex next. <laughs> like I can't be opening up to a therapist where I'm like, I don't like your face no, because mm-hmm. you're shady, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So it is like this dating. And I remember I was like, I. it's really important to me to get a black woman as my therapist like that will make me feel safe and so like I tried to do my research like I think I like looked up on campus like who who was like a black woman therapist or whatever and I got someone I was so excited yeah and she was like well honey maybe you need some chamomile tea huh I swear to you to this day I still joke with my girl Elena and we that's our running joke. Maybe you need some chamomile tea. Uh, that's what she told me. And I felt so horrible, dude. I'm disgusted. Because, yeah, because I remember, I think I had a project the next day that was stressing me out. I was so anxious. And I was like, this is going to save me. Like, I just need to talk to someone. And she was like, maybe if you get some chamomile tea. Like, that was just replaying in my head. And I was just like, wow. So all of these things I think about myself of being like, I'm overanalyzing. I'm super anxious for no reason. Like, my my problems aren't valid. Like, that's what that was for me. Like, it was just like, girl, you need to just drink some chamomile tea. And you'll be fine. Like. Oh, my God. I just. Yeah. And I. You know, and I also felt like, thank God you saw me today. And I wasn't about to do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God I was in a place where that didn't break me. Like, it really frustrated me. But right after, I had a support system where I went to my two friends and told them. They were like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And I felt like they had me. And I had enough of a support to be like, "That, that wasn't me. That was her. Yeah. You know? But for someone else who that's what they got... It's scary to me. It's really scary. Like, who else did she affect? Yeah. I literally, I had an experience like that. Like, I told you about it. When I went in to go fix the mess that my depression had made for months of Mm -hmm. me not going to class and not doing my work. Like, when I finally went in to go see admissions and talk to them about how I could work around everything, like, the lady shamed me so hard and was like, why are you not going to class? And I was like, I'm depressed. Listen. Didn't I just say that? Like, that's part of it, lady. Like, what do I have, what more do I have to tell you? Like, right. And then, like, I started crying, and she's, like, starting to feel bad. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Now you feel like garbage because you made me feel like garbage and you right. know you're wrong. Like, stop. You need to listen. Like, we need more faculty that is competent enough yeah. to deal with people who are in recovery because there's just people out here talking to these students like they don't matter. When <laughs> like are we going to learn? This system, academia, is so hard. That's why I'm like, look, yeah. I dropped out, but if you stayed and you graduated, my God, kudos, because <laughs> it is it is a climb, y'all. It's a climb. Right. Is it impossible? Absolutely not, but it's a climb. And um, there's just this culture in the air of I need to be busy. I need to be busy all the time. And if you're not doing something at all times, you're not productive. And it's just so dangerous because I've seen like friends go me. three days without eating and have like a diet of coffee. Like I've seen that. I've seen friends stay up for days on end because they have exams and then they have stuff they need to do and they have to study at night so they can't really go to sleep more than a couple hours. And it's just so toxic. And 
I just I couldn't I couldn't force myself to not feel that air like that toxic air I couldn't block that out some people can and I couldn't and it's okay like I that just was not for me um and they're moving on to the actual facts behind it there's a lot of circumstances that go into people struggling in college for example family history Mm -hmm. you know maybe they don't even know that they're going through this specifically students of color oftentimes don't even know how to call out when they have depression that's why i'm so vocal about it because i'm like there are a lot of sisters and brothers out here walking around with ptsd and depression and they just Mm -hmm. don't know it because they don't know the symptoms and symptoms manifest differently for us they manifest in more angry ways than they do sad ways you know and it's it's very much more visceral for us a lot of the time so it's not going to look the same for everybody um and there's a study that I looked up through a a journal on healthy minds. And it's a study done, one moment you all, let me pull up this article. Um, It's the Journal of Adolescent Health. Original article is the mental health disparities among college students of color. Um, They've gotten consultants from Georgetown University Medical Center, Boston University School of Public Health, Washington University in St. Louis, University of Michigan School of Public Health. So um, I'd be happy to post that link or, or just DM me on Instagram at Fenice Alex if you would like the link and I can send it to you. Um, but there is a fact that I pulled from that, a statistic. There's a lot of really awesome charts in there, guys, if you want to take a look. Um, but there's one that says, quote, the majority of students of color are turning to non-clinical sources has important implications. The fact that I think it was a little bit of a typo. Um, specifically, It may signal the need for increasing the number of individuals able to recognize mental illness in diverse young people and encourage their service use. Gatekeeper trainings, providing skills and knowledge to recognize distress and refer to services, may need to be targeted at and tailored for students of color. So literally saying that we need to be treated differently, like not treated differently in general, but treated mental health wise, we need to be treated. There's a specific way that we should be treated. Not everybody is treated the same, you know? You don't treat a young woman, if she has some kind of illness, you don't treat her with the same medicine that you would another woman who's on two other medications, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really as simple as that, um, even though it's still very much complicated. Uh, Is there anything that you wanted to add to that, Daria? Yeah, I think just also being like a young black person in a space and walking around and realizing like, you know, this wasn't built for you, right? You weren't in the vision of this. You made it. Mm -hmm. And still there are people who don't want you to be there, but you're here. And you see all of these statues of white people and just realizing the history of everything. Yeah. And just like the messed up shit that goes on in the classroom of like microaggressions. Like there were definitely a lot of times where like I was in the class and like, the only black person or the only like black woman and things being talked about and just being like, I am having an entirely different experience with this conversation right now. And no one else is having the same experience, the professor included. And this is really hurting me. Like I would walk away and just be like crying or like screaming on the phone to like my mom or something venting about like, just like shit white people do. And you know, (laughs) and like that, that's a very 
different experience. And like you said, that needs to be treated differently. Like, and I think we as black people just get, I mean, anyone like living in whatever truth you're living in, like as a woman, as a black woman, as a black person, like you just kind of get used to things yeah. being a certain way. And that's not healthy. <laughs> no, it like, is not just kind of being like, Oh, Complacent. you know, like, yeah. Like, are just, just getting used to your pain. Hmm. Like you're just, it's like, Oh, that pain is right there. And not realizing like, but girl, you just said there's pain there. What is that? Like, do you need to talk about it? And just like the nuance of everything. Like I'll never forget like that fellowship. I told you I went on in Denmark and this, um, German girl, Verena, shout out to Verena. (laughs) She was like, for some of you guys, these are just, academic terms and for others this is real life Mm. and that's how I constantly felt in the classroom like y'all are over here like talking about gentrification in a very chill way when I'm like bro that's happening in my neighborhood yeah like these are people I know at Washington DC you know you know being pushed out like this isn't just politics now pass the butter like it's not (laughs) you know and I really think that's how some people operate and I see it with myself too with my privilege like how I can talk about certain things like LGBT related issues and then kind of be like okay I'm not talking about that anymore that's not people's truth and that needs to be acknowledged like in the classroom when we're talking about racism and being like okay well um, the assignment tomorrow is going to be blah 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 have a good day guys like I'm still living with what we were just talking about that's affected my whole day it could have affected my week it could have triggered shit for me memories I'm not okay right now like when we were doing hair oh my god you know and we we did a production of hair y'all yeah it was beautiful and (laughs) and just like being like wow like my dad was in the Vietnam War like this is triggering up memories thoughts for me that are really scaring me right now I can't put it away so I know for me like piggybacking on that statistic of black students going to outside resources oh yes like there were so many coping mechanisms that I had um I mean I had you all to sort of help me but like there were just things that I did for myself that I'm like look this is just gonna take my mind off that and that's Mm. just what I need right now and like that's why it really took me so long to get help because I was like I don't need help like I got this (laughs) <laughs> like I have it in we check ourselves, yeah. and then you have that one panic attack and you're like I don't have this in check <laughs> I'm on the bathroom floor yeah. um, how are we down on the floor girl like, oops sorry JK um, like that happens so you know sometimes you have to have a little, a little reality check Yeah. and thank god that I am like as used to this as I am for lack of a better statement like because I know there are so many other people who don't know how to cope and like it's a lot more dire for them because like for example that woman that lady that like shamed me after I was going through everything I was going through like on top of the depression like going through other stuff that very much could have been the last straw for me like very much could have been like you know what they won't help me I can't help myself well oh well goodbye folks you know for real that that could have very much been a turning point for me and that would have been on her straight up like that like it would have a hundred percent been on her and I emailed the department and I was like hello like one of your faculty was very disrespectful to me the other day I don't and I said that verbatim I was like this very much could have been 
something more dire for me. And thankfully, like, it's not, but it very well could have been. And that is not me being dramatic. That is being realistic, (laughs) you know? Um, And there's always so many people who want to pat you on the back when you're talking about, oh, yeah, I've been going through some stuff and I'm better now. But where are they when you're actually going through it? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's always Mm -hmm. really hard to come by. Um, And we'll delve into (laughs) mental health a lot more on this podcast because it is something that I do go through. So we'll talk about it more. But ways that we can improve this garbage of a system um, I really, y'all, if I ever get the funds, I swear to the good Lord, I will assemble some kind of team to create a university or an establishment that allows students to create their curriculum from the ground up. Because if you're paying for it, there is absolutely no reason why you should not be able to create your curriculum from the ground up. Like, if it has to be more, for example, like there are certain classes that you have to take as an actor, like there's just certain mm-hmm. training that you have to get. If it's more along those lines where it's like, yes, I'm a chemistry major, so I have to take all these complicated chemistry classes, but no electives or no like psychology that I don't want to take, you know, things like that. If I'm just focusing on my craft, cool. Almost like kind of like a trade school, if you will, right. where you're doing what you're doing. You do have the options of stepping outside of that if you truly want to. But if you don't, then you're not going to be forced to. Because that just, to me, doesn't make sense. If I'm paying you all, I should be making my choices. (laughs) And the first two years of college, y'all, is a scam anyway. You can go to community college and learn that for cheaper. Uh, I'll just tell you that right now. If you do go to a four-year university and enjoy your first two years there, that's great. But if you do want to look for other ways to work around the debt and you know, things like that. Try that. And also try gap year. Like if that's something you're even thinking about, look into it more and see if that's something for you, because there is no rush. Um, There's this illusion that college is a four year experience and then it's over. But for a lot of people, that experience goes to five and six years because it's just not that easy to get all that stuff in in four years and not be (laughs) zooted, you know, with stress. So what are some ways you'd like to see like the college system change or you think that we can help from our little or in the future help in some way yeah I I just always go to there's so many different forms of intelligence oh my god like dancers have a beautiful like intelligence with their bodies Mm -hmm. like wanting it to move here and get it to move there Mm -hmm. and with their flair and their style like that's something I admire or like people who are really good with directions. Because mm. poor with directions, girl. Like, if <laughs> you I mean, like, lost, driving? Yeah, like, driving, walking down the street. Like, <laughs> where did we come from? We're in reverse. I can't do it back. Like, I don't know where I am. And that's, like, an intelligence in itself. Yeah. Like, navigating um, intelligence with, like, being able to teach yourself. Like, you, Finise, my sister's also like that. I'm not good at that. Like, just being able to, like self-teach like be your own teacher or people have emotional intelligence as something that I do have like making a space where you can cultivate those different forms of intelligence and tailor whatever information it is to the way that you learn so like if you're into like if you have really great emotional intelligence like maybe it would help having intimate conversations with people I don't know like that helps me yeah you know or just like 
okay, I'm a dancer. I have this physical intelligence. Like, let's create a piece to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a dancing piece to to learn. The same information that we're all learning is just like in my style. Um, it just reminds me of that saying. What is it like if you if you judge a fish on like oh how they can climb, climb a tree, tree like yeah. this stupid as hell, you know? <laughs> I just paraphrased it, but you know, that's, like if you throw that's the perfect some, way to yeah, it. and sometimes that helps me. Like sometimes I'll go into a space and I will feel like there's all these smart people. Like I'm not on that wave, but I'm like, but girl, throw us in an acting class and I'm there. I'm present (laughs) with my emotions, you know, or, you know, and it's like, that's my area just because I'm, I'm not doing the best in your science class. Girl, if you judge me on that, ooh. Because I'm like, there are just too many ways to be human for us to be put in boxes like that. Like, college, just like you said, more or less is the bridge to adulthood. And if you're teaching us how to be adults, why are you restricting us in such ways? Like, there's so many things. Even switching from a conservatory to a (laughs) regular university, I felt so much more freedom in my creativity of art as opposed Mm. to, like, my regurgitating art for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I felt more strength in myself as, like, I was like, oh, I can create stuff. Oh, I can devise. Like, it really is that easy. Mm -hmm. And I can, like, I am creative. Because I used to think I wasn't that creative. Like, I was like, no, I'm just... An idea pops in my head every now and then, but really, I can't really draw something off the top of my head like that. You know, like, I really didn't think, I'm like, you know, it's nothing special, but yeah, I, I have a hope that someday we will get there, y'all. And I really, really hope we do because higher education is so important and we need to make it one more cheap. Thank you. Accessible. It need to be free, more accessible. Like we need to give kids better stepping stones to even thinking about higher education. If that's something that they want for themselves. Um, Cause there's a lot of kids in high school that just really aren't even like, like college. What? No yeah. military or whatever. And military is fine. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And again, college ain't for everybody. So it's also not the way life is set up. Like no. I just feel like I got such a rude awakening coming at underground and be like, Oh, this the hustle. That's the hustle I've been doing for 20 something years since I've been in school. This is a different hustle. This is a different way of approaching life, like your yeah. life as a student and then your life as whatever you want to be mm-hmm. and just learning how to create the life you want and what works for you. Like, why shouldn't college be the same structure of that Amen. of like you get to figure out what you want to learn, how you want to learn it a bit more freedom, I guess, inst- instead of such a rigid structure, because I feel like there's definitely parts of life that it's, it's not here's the lecturer at the top of the class teaching you like in a lot of ways you have to find out information for yourself yeah. in life for me if that's you, you that's know? literally how i learned the most is like, finding out for and myself. that's kind of how life works like if you want to learn about something like if you want to learn about cars all right you got a daddy to teach you a mama something <laughs> grandfather look it up google like you need to learn how to get this information yeah so i think college should more or higher education should more mirror that of of creation and some some places do some places let you build a major or let you kind of figure it out if you take that initiative to go Mm -hmm. but maybe more opportunities for that i would say well all right y'all we wrapping up okay thank you so much for tuning in we will see you next time on the chrysalis you want to say bye Daria bye guys thanks so much for listening alright love (laughs) y'all